Hello and welcome to The Life Pod, hosted by Michael Panay and Karim Dow, brought to you by MK Enterprises, a community based on discussing life topics and driving continual personal development and growth. Send through any topics you want covered and be sure to follow and tag us on all social media at MK Enterprises. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Life Pod. Today we have on businessman, CEO of Broadband Solutions, Sam Bishiri. Brother, thank you very, very much for your time today. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me on. Dude, this is amazing. Honestly, thank you so much. You're a very busy man. We understand you've got a lot of things going on, a lot of things in the works. So for you to take time out of the day to have us on means a lot, especially, you know, we're not the biggest podcast in the world, but, you know, you took your time out. So for you to accept us, that means genuinely a lot to us. So thank, thank you. you. It thank does. You. I appreciate it. it. It's sort of a, a milestone for us, I guess, because we knew about you before we started our journey. You sure. were a massive inspiration to us. And <laughs> you're like, no, you're laughing and it's just like, but... It genuinely so we, we we saw your story and we've known about you for a very long time and again i guess in the back of our heads when when you're doing something like this it is just understanding your story it's just like oh, it can be done and it even just all it takes is hard work on a so very simple level even even to even for the podcast as you know you've had your own like you sort of want to get bigger names bigger names and like you were such a big milestone for us and now to be sitting here Oh, and it's too nice now. Like, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't like compliments. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. But no, thanks, boys. You know, and like everything I've ever done, you know, I, I think I got into social media stuff maybe, um, I don't know, maybe three, four years time flies, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was always about exactly what you boys are saying because, you know, I before we started the podcast, we had a little bit of a chat about things. And I said, you know, you don't understand things until you walk in someone's shoes. Um, so you have to go through your own struggles in life. You have to struggle. If you don't struggle in life, how are you going to learn? How are you going to appreciate things? Like very, very, very important. So, you know, for me, it was about when I grew up, there was no social media, you know. Um, I think Facebook was around. I've never used Facebook. <laughs> I, I, don't even, I still don't know how to use it. <laughs> but, like, it was about, you know, um, there was no one there to mentor you. There was no one there that you can look up to, you know, um, within your own way. Um, so for me, with social media, it gave me the opportunity to do that for other younger people that perhaps are where I used to be 20, 30 years ago. Um, you know, I don't make money from social media, you know. I, uh, I get people asking me, hey, can you endorse this and that? And I'll, I'll never do it. It's not something that I'll do. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, people send me stuff and I forgot to put it on because I don't actually take it. I can't put it on if I don't take it. <laughs> and I feel guilty and I forget who sent it. And like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know, oh, I know. Because I, <laughs> well, I forget, because yeah. my head's not in that headspace. Yeah, was, you know, you think about head, so many more important yeah, things. Yeah, but like my head's not about doing that. And then I feel guilty because I'm like, fuck, I didn't put that on. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I don't know these things. So I'm not, my head wasn't trained like that. It was never about that. It was never about being an influencer. It was never about making money. It was never about promoting stuff. It was always about sharing your journey. Yeah, and just trying to be as authentic as possible, you know. And, um, and I think one of the things that people forget is that your journey still continues. You know, you still, till today, have struggles. Doesn't matter what you have, what you achieved. Doesn't mean you're set. You know, you still have to get up every morning. You still have to work every day. You know, we we don't have that luxury. That's a really big misconception. A lot of people think you know, once you've made it or you've made money, they go, "Yep, that's it." It's like if anything, it gets harder because you've got more money to handle, more people, more companies, et cetera. The, the problems actually get harder and more difficult because you're managing so many more people as the well. The stresses are amplified. 
Hundred yeah. percent. Instead of dealing with you know fifteen grand, you're dealing with you know five hundred thousand, <laughs> a million, whatever it might be. Yeah, and, and I think that's the thing that people forget. You know, it's very important, and I think people forget like there's a massive misconception in terms of people see you have nice things, okay, and they're like, oh, that person's so rich, they got all these things. Like, if you came from wealth, and your parents. And there's nothing wrong with this. If your parents are wealthy, they gave you things and you had things that you didn't have to continuously pay for, then that's great. If you um, bought crypto, NFT, or whatever you want to call it <laughs> now, right? And you know, and hit a jackpot, good on you. Yeah. Good on you. All right, you made a crazy amount of money. Um, but what people don't understand is people like me, We, I started a business 18 years ago. I never had funding. I never had one cent of funding not one cent okay everything that i have i still have to work for every day to have and this is what people don't understand so people see the nice cars okay the cars belong to the bank i have to work every month to pay those repayments to be Correct. able to enjoy those cars yeah house every, everything everything i still have to continuously pay for it because i i didn't have someone fund my business with 20 million dollars <laughs> that i could use to do this and, so. and there's again there's nothing wrong with that but i'm just talking about my personal life and my model of my life so people understand yeah you know like you go out have a good night out and people are like oh fuck, man what are you going to work tomorrow who's going to pay the bills I'm gonna go to <laughs> like I, i'm not the business know. doesn't run yeah, itself it doesn't you still have to show up you know and with that comes a lot of stresses it's it's not easy and i think that's the misconception there because people think oh you've made it or you got all these nice things and and then that brings all sorts of other things because people feel self entitled that they should have things from you because you have things, but they don't understand like uh, I still have to work for my things, you know. Correct. Um, and it'll be it'll be nice, and I think once one day when you cash out, hopefully, and you sell and you, you get to that position, that'll be an awesome position. I've never experienced that position personally, so for me, are you planning? Are you planning to? Oh, uh, look, everybody, one day, like not now, um, but for me, right now, it's just about you know investing back into the business, investing back into my personal life and um, becoming a better version of myself every day because again not just with business but yourself too you know you you we all have our faults we all no one's perfect i always say perfect is boring um we all have to just continuously improve in life always evolving have you have to. to yeah it's it's funny that we sort of got straight onto that <laughs> whole topic yeah. because today's episode we really want to base it around because our show is called the life pod yeah so what we i guess strive to do is help our audience yep. but there's always that question in the back of people's heads is like what is the answer to life what is the perfect balance yep. and there's a whole momentum at the moment in society with escaping the rat race and making money and, and getting out of the nine to five getting out of, out of the matrix five. and then there's and also retired and all that stuff then there's also <laughs> the spectrum of you know, from an energetic level. So yep. the energy that you actually use in that period of time, yep. you know, deteriorates your soul. Yep. And that's, I guess, what we sort of wanted to touch on today. I, I, I do know that you sort of touched on your past a lot, but just yep. for our listeners who don't know, do you mind just yeah, giving uh, a very yeah, quick sure. a rundown of how you came to Australia? Yep. And we, we, we know, we did some research and we, we saw that you came to Australia when you were 10. That was yep. in 89. And 89. you guys lived in... Um, the detention center for two years. Yep. So again, people, again, like you said, people don't see that. People say, yep. oh, this guy's rich, he drives yeah. nice cars, he's got, you know, whatever. Yeah. But they don't see, living in a detention center for two whole years yep. is, yeah, please touch on that. Yeah, man. so I came here when I was uh, 10 years old. Um, I came here with my mum and sister. Um, I, I was locked up around two, two and a half years, roughly. Then after that, um, 
I, we went to a hostel. We lived in the hostel. I went to um, I, the hostel was in Springvale, so I went to school in Springvale, and then I moved around a lot of different schools. Um, my father came maybe six, seven years later, so I didn't see my dad growing up. So for me, as a kid, um, so is that six years straight without seeing? Yeah, I didn't see my father. Yeah, roughly around. Did that, that sort of force you to sort of put on your big boy pants? I was the father, exactly. Yeah, I was the. Father, you had to so play the father yeah, figure. I was the father figure. So I am. Um, so when we came here, um, I had to grow up very quickly, and um, and I really didn't get to play video games and all that kind of stuff. Even back in Iran, back when I lived in Iran, towards the end before we left, there was a war between Iran and Iraq. So there was a there was a lot of lot of bombings at at night. You hear the sirens go off. You had to go and hide, and then you come out and you see a street that's just basically all gone, dead people everywhere. So you you get to experience as a kid. In, um, you shouldn't It's not good for you But that's what you get, well, we all got to experience Then came here And coming here it, it wasn't just about Getting locked up It was just about The fact that They used to tell us They used to tell my mum Every day Oh we're going to send you Back to Iran And you know My mum had to go through that Because if you go back there Then they'll kill you Because you ran away So there's All this kind of stuff That's going on And you know You, you basically see A lot of trauma Around you, you on a build, daily you, basis, you build trauma. Yeah, you yeah. see a lot of trauma, like your parents got, maybe your mum going through trauma. All this shit. You, as a kid, you, you know, every time they say, they say, if everything that happens to you, most things that happen to you in the person that you become, it's from your childhood. So if you go back here to your childhood, you have a look at all the, all the trauma and everything that you we went through, really builds you and makes you you become. Um, so yeah, after that, I went to school. Um, I finished high school. I went to uni. Um, I really, I really wasn't a big fan of university. Um, what did you do in uni? I did, I did a couple of courses. I did, um, I went to La Trobe first. I did electrical engineering slash something else. I can't even remember. <laughs> I dropped out at La Trobe in Bandura after a year. I just didn't fit in. I just didn't fit in at all. Um, after that, I went to Swinburne. I did information technology. I did a double degree did slash something else. I didn't finish that either. I am, um, I. Just didn't have this attention spam to sit in a lecture for an hour. You would have got some it. really big hex so, there. So yeah, <laughs> I, I actually did. I did. I did. I never thought about that, you know. Which and is paid off. Yeah, which is paid off right now. But when I started working in a call center and once I made extra amount of money, I'm like, oh, where's my money going? So <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I should have studied. I should have got something for this. Anyhow, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, okay. Well, 100% right. I'm sure we've probably all heard the saying where, Adversity builds character. Yeah. Like if you just never go through anything and life's always perfect, yeah. it's like how do you learn to deal with things? How do you build character? How do you know how to treat things with value and respect? It's just like, again, going back to the whole thing of where well, some people are born with wealth. That's Again, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. But majority of the time I'm speaking for experience, I've people that I've met, yeah. they don't really understand the value of hard work and the value of money because they don't understand what it takes to, again, buy a $3,000 yeah. laptop. It's just like, oh yeah, mum and dad bought it or yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah, it's true. I remember buying uh, my first computer was a Commodore 64. You guys are probably too young to understand what that is. They have floppy disk, you have to have a floppy disk. You know? Yeah. And we bought it from Chatston and we bought it, they had a salon and we didn't have a car, so you had to put it in the trolley and push it in the trolley all the way <laughs> home, you know, in the shopping trolley. I still remember it, man. I actually still have it. I've got to go and look for it, but I still have it. But we ne nothing was ever easy. Everything we had to work hard for. And, and then, you know, I look at it all as a journey. So your journey starts somewhere. And then you go through this journey of life and throughout that journey you make a lot of mistakes you learn a lot but it's beautiful and like it's really nice sometimes to listen to other people's journey to give you hope but also allow you to understand that when you make mistakes and do things wrong it's okay everybody does it you know no one's That's how we learn yeah who have been major inspirations for you growing up 
You're just in the process of starting the business. And I guess, because it's one thing to, and maybe it was a huge impact, the fact that you came, you in the detention center for two years. Maybe that's what the switch was for you to, but then I also heard you sort of say that you were, you didn't really know for a few years and then it just came in and then it was just like, all right, I have to, yep. you know, leave the nine to five. I have yep. to make it work. Yeah, for me, like my biggest hero inspiration in my life is my mum and dad. By miles, okay. Yeah. Um, because my mum and dad, um, the sacrifices they made for me to have the life that I have today, it's just phenomenal. And um, I, I, I don't think I'm man enough to do what my mum and dad did for me if I was them because um, they made a lot of sacrifices to bring us and give us opportunity to live the life that we do. Um, so I would never be where I am today without their sacrifices. Um, so that's number one. Number two is that... Um, Growing up as a kid, yeah, I, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I had no idea. I was I was very lost. So I was going to uni. I was spending half of my time at the cafeteria. Um, so uh, I can relate to that. As we do. Yeah, as we do. I just wanted to we, fuck around with my friends. You know, I I had I had no ambition. Um, um, but I, I never liked, at the same time, I always disliked it when I just wasted my time doing nothing at the same time. So for me, it was there was a moment... Uh, in my mum and dad's driveway, where I sat in the car and I um, and I reflected about my life and where I'm going in life, and I felt like an absolute loser. I had no direction. I was going to uni. I wasn't studying, so I knew I wasn't going to become a programmer or engineer or IT guy. It just wasn't going to be me because I wasn't good at it. <laughs> I was fucking failing. <laughs> I was never rocking up to you know exams and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I said, well, where am I going to end up? You know, this is not the way. Um, and I went to Centrelink and I looked for a job in Centrelink in Knox City and um, and there's an IT job, which was in a call centre. This is back in the dial-up days. Knox City, wow. Yeah, Fuck. so I still live in Roville. I still live in Roville. Oh, so area. Yeah, I still live off Keller Thread. We're, we're from Roville. Yeah. Okay, I still live off Keller Thread. But back oh then, Keller Thread was a bush. Wow. Did they have the fish and chip shop there? No, bro, oh. <laughs> I drive on it every single day. Do you? Okay, wow. so I used, used to live off Keller Thread. Yep. Um, and... Um, and yeah, and uh, so I went to Knox City. Um, <laughs> Good on Got an uh, interview at four fifty nine Collins Street. Uh, um, just to, sorry to yeah. cut you off. It's like again, we. It's so amazing to see how we remember such small yeah, details of oh, such yeah, milestone or events. Like I got an interview. It's like he remembers the date, the time, yeah, the exact location. Because that's that's where the turning point yeah, was. Of course I remember. Yeah, it's that's part huge. of my life. Of course, yeah, you know. And I went for an interview and um at. 459 Collins and I um and they um they interviewed me it was basically a call center job so back in the dial up days if you couldn't connect to the internet they call us and um and we help you connect to the internet so I did that for a number of years and um and after doing that for a number of years I thought you know fuck this is a terrible job everyone that's always ringing me is pissed off because the internet's not working it's you know pretty depressing and I you get a you got to cop it don't you yeah I do sometimes I used to swear and I forget that I haven't hung up on the customers <laughs> pretty bad you know <laughs> um so i um so i got into sales i loved sales i love networking i love people you know i still love people i love networking i love meeting new people you know i learn from people i i love you know feeling other people's energy it's just it's pretty powerful stuff <coughs> so i so i went to sales and then from sales i did that for a number of years and then um one day i just decided that you know what i could do my own thing and i started my own business 
that was 18, 19 years ago now. So, so that and that was broadband solutions. That was broadband solutions. So yeah, you know, um, and throughout that journey, you know, I've spoken about this before. There was really probably three, two or three things that happened in that journey that really changed my life and changed the business. There was a couple of phone calls, and um, they really changed the path to what we do today and where we, how we ended up being here today, you know. And, and I always say to people, like, you know, I was talking to Steve Jobs before, you know, and you know, Steve Jobs always said that, like, when you look back, you can connect all the dots. And at that moment, a lot of things that happened to you, you don't recognise the power or what that's going to do, that meeting, that catch-up, that when you cross paths with someone and say hello to them, or some like, little things that happen, because they're just like everyday things. It could change your life, and you can only see that when you look back. And a lot of times, some things when some things go wrong, you are so disappointed and hate yourself for it, and you're like, you know, smashed. You're like, why? How did this happen? And you look back, you're like, fuck, that disappointment was the best thing that ever happened to me because if I didn't fail there, I wouldn't have done what I'm doing today. But at that moment, you don't recognize that. How are you supposed to know? You're not supposed to know. You know, because you look at that dots that join. Yeah. yeah, but when you look back, you're like, fuck, you know. Yeah. If I did get that job when uh, back t 20 years ago, I would never start my own business. If I didn't make that phone call or if I didn't answer <coughs> that phone call, I wouldn't be where I am today. If I didn't do X, Y, Z, and they're just little things, but those little things just put you on such a different fucking direction. Taking action. Life. Yeah, man. And yeah. like you have to, you know, and um, it's phenomenal how it just makes, changes your life. So that's why like, you know, you always have to have a good outlook. You know, you always, it's nice to meet people. It's nice to, um, you know, listen to people it's nice to you know give people time right um because you never know what could happen that's just on a very basic note the principle of networking it's like why it's why networking is so yeah. important it's very important i i think failure and lessons uh again i think leo sort of said this it's like trying to bake a cake without flour <laughs> You yeah. can't succeed without you can't, failing. you can't succeed yeah. without those lessons and without yeah. those failure points 100 percent. yeah wow one question I do you want to go? Yeah, so you were speaking about before like what you go through and you know you only have one life. We wanted to touch on that. So yep. what are your thoughts on like before lives and after lives? Do you believe in it? Do you do you guys believe in like do you believe in like reincarnation? Yeah. <laughs> Look man, I'm I'm a Muslim. I was born in Iran, I'm Muslim, my family's Muslim. Um uh, I I went to a Catholic church, I went to a Catholic school. So I am um, um I'm not big on religion. Uh, I think personally religion is just different stories that we were told along the way too so people are behaved and they don't go and rape and kill people without the army and the police back in those <laughs> days so you have to have stories so that people believe in something that keeps them going and also they're afraid of certain things so they pull their head in but i but i believe that it's very important to if someone uh, you know respect people for their own religion but don't try to push people to convert or do what you want to Correct. do each, each their own each their own but you're gonna have respect for people's religion because that's what they believe in but i'm a massive believer of faith you have to have you have to believe in something you also mentioned energy energy and faith they're very important man you got to believe in something <coughs> and um you know reincarnation do you come back as someone else i i looked into this i remember like maybe seven eight years ago i am um, I met a lady in, um, I knew someone and they told me about this lady. So I went and saw this lady in Frankston and I thought, I'm definitely going to get robbed here. On <laughs> <laughs> the, the way there, I saw, I saw the cars with uh, missing wheels. <laughs> oh, like, shit. Here we go. It's all right. I had a shitty car there. Anyway. I, um, and then, um, and, you know, 
this lady said certain things. I never met her before. She said these things to me, and um, they fucking blew me away because well, like one of those readings where they sort of read. Yeah, you. it was pretty fucking crazy. And she talked about reincarnation, and she said to me, you know, because one thing that I don't, I don't, I don't really get upset. It takes a lot to piss me off. But uh, one of the things I don't like is when someone accuses you of something that you haven't done. And yep. that's one thing that's a very, I, I hate it. I, I, I don't think you're alone there. Yeah, yeah. I just hate that. Like, it just really pisses me off. It's in the wrong spot. Um, if I've done it, I've done it. But if someone's <laughs> doing something, you're like, oh, well, well. and she said to me that um, apparently I used to <laughs> be a sailor in my past life and I got hung for a crime that I hadn't committed. And that's why I probably hate ever being accused of something and she didn't know me from in your past so, life. Yeah. Wow. And like, that fucking blew me away. And, and, for her to say that and just pinpoint it like that, it just really blew me away. And I'm like, fuck, maybe there is an afterlife. Um, but you know, how do you know these things? You know, yeah, exactly. You, you don't know. But that, that's uh, and that's why we'll bring it up. It's like, you know, the way we think, the way we act, the uh, things we like, the things we don't like. It's uh, like maybe they're just traumas that we've gone through, like you said, in our uh, past life that we didn't even uh, know existed. Yeah. And so, that, so, so I explored it, man. I love exploring things. I'm very open to things, man. I'm very open to all sorts of different things and learning. So for me, that was my experience with that. And um, and like, I live my life in one way. And my life is that I went through a lot of shit growing up. I worked for 18, 20 years. I didn't hit the jackpot. Bitcoin. <laughs> I worked for 18 years day in, day out. Okay. Wow. We're in a different era. We're yeah. in a completely yeah. different yeah. era. So I'm, and I'm, I'm still doing it, you know. Yeah. So come and talk to me when you've done something back to back for 20 years, not fucking one or two years and you hit it off and gone. And good on you, but it's does totally it, different. It's different, man. Do, does it frustrate you? No, it doesn't frustrate me, man. Like, um, if people are respectful, it doesn't frustrate me. But I hate it when someone does something and they hit jackpot and they um, look down on others and they think they're better than others that I don't like. Yeah. Uh, because that's arrogance and arrogance is a. Uh, very ugly trait for a person 100%. to have, uh, but no. Otherwise, no. If they're good people, no. Fuck yeah, man. Enjoy it. Good on you. Why not? Hundred percent. But it's different. Um, you know, when you do something 18, 20 years back to back, that's not fucking fluke. You cannot fluke something twenty years. It's hard. Right? Right? Everyone's looking for the quick <laughs> fix nowadays. How do I make yeah. a million dollars? Yeah, right. How do I flip this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I really wanted to like bring that up to everyone. Yeah. Twenty yeah. years. Twenty years, man. I'm still doing. Twenty I'm still years. Doing it. I still have to do it to. To have my lifestyle, and exactly. these are people that don't understand, you know, people think, "Oh, you're rich." I am not rich. I uh, I'm rich in love and energy and life, but I still have to work. If I don't work tomorrow, all the things that I have will disappear, and that's what people don't understand. Okay, so and then and I, 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 I like it like that in a way because it keeps me accountable. Keeps you humble. Yeah, it keeps, keeps you as a human, too, man. Bro. Yeah, I have to. Bro. Like, you know, it keeps me accountable that I have to still rock up. Um, because I don't know, I really don't know what I would do if I didn't. I'll probably become an idiot. I'll lose my mind. I'll be bored. I'll do stupid <laughs> things and probably die. Who fucking knows? But you know, um, so in a way, it's a good thing. Um, but it's, but it has a lot of lot of pressure, um, and I think it's okay for people to understand that it's okay not to be able to sleep at night because you have a lot on your mind. I still struggle to sleep at night. So I usually go to bed around one, two o'clock in the morning because I struggle to sleep. So I have so much going on in my mind, um, you know, with so many different things that I can't sleep until like I'm really, really tired and I'm, my body shuts down. I still get up at five thirty-six every morning. Uh, probably in the last ten Three, years. Three, four hours sleep. Yeah, <laughs> man. Probably in the last ten years. Last week or the week before, I got up at ten thirty for the first time. Probably. 10 years and it wow, fucking blew wow. me away. I felt like a bum. How I'm was like, that? Oh. And I had bad, a meeting with KPMG. It? I had a phone conversation with KPMG <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, fuck. I just <laughs> almost missed it, you know? And um, 
and I was I was just so shocked because um, my body needed obviously I was very tired you know um but I still I still have a lot of stresses so you know when you have stresses and all that kind of stuff it's okay you know it's not bad to have stresses people think like oh my god I'm I'm down today something's wrong with me I need to go get fucked up so <laughs> you know <laughs> I have to come back up again because it's not man it's okay wow. it's okay it's okay to feel down mm. it's okay to be like you know stressed it's okay to have things on your mind. Everybody does. It's okay to not feel okay. It's okay not to feel okay, man. It's not you're not you're not supposed to always be on a high. You're not supposed to always have good things happening. And I think it's like a that. massive push with social media. Is it's it's a front for for yeah. everyone to post their best their good highlights. Things. Good things, yeah. yeah. It's and bullshit. it's like if you don't and if you're not getting that, you should feel like shit. <laughs> exactly. And people become jealous and envious of other people's lives, and then they lose their way, they sell their soul, and they become a different person to live that life at the cost of what's fucking important and what they're selling to get that in their life. And it's shit, man. And it's, it's really, really sad. And, um, and, um, I just think like, you gotta just like always have this thing, stay in your own fucking lane, do your own thing and just focus on you and make your own mistakes and get your own wins and get your own losses. But don't worry about other people because otherwise you get so consumed by other people's lives that you can't get it's own. like, and you lose track. You what's lose. the purpose? What, what is the purpose? What, what is our purpose? What is the purpose? I think the purpose of life is to live your life to the fullest on your own terms. In order to live your life to the fullest on your own terms, you have to earn that fucking right. Wow. How do you earn that fucking right? By working your ass off and doing what you have to do to be able to do what you want to do. Not on someone else's back, right? On your own. As a man, I'm very old school. You gotta be able to walk out of a room with your head held up high. Okay, so buddy, you wanna drink the best drinks, you wanna eat the best food, fucking work hard for it, man, and come and pay for it. Don't go to a room with other people and fucking sponge on the others and stuff. It's just disgusting. Yeah. Like we've you know, I don't know what's happening to this world, but you're getting a lot of people like that these days. Just it's wanna so sponge sad. and it's, leech it's onto embarrassing, people. but yeah. man, like I didn't grow up like that, you know. I still open a door for a girl, like you know, there's basic Manage, things people yeah. don't fucking do it anymore. Morals, bro. Morals. Yeah, they don't yeah. have it, man. And they don't teach you that in a book or at school. That comes from your family and your upbringing. Ethics. Yeah, it does. Eth yeah. Yeah, your parents teach you that stuff, man. Manners. And if you yeah. open a door for a girl nowadays, it's like, oh, you're not a man. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, you know, let her open it herself. Yeah, you know? nah, it's silly, man. It's well, ridiculous. Those things are like, you know, old school values. And it's nice to pass that on to your kids and family and stuff. It's nice to do nice things for people, you know, and um, and just do you, you know. And like you said, people will say, oh, it's not, it's not the right thing to do. Fuck them. Who cares what they say? They don't pay your fucking bills. They're not in your life. Correct. They don't, they don't live with you. Who are they? So yeah. I guess one thing I, I okay. want to ask too is yeah. you've, had your, you've had your journey. Yeah. You, you came two years into Tempest <laughs> Center. You yeah. had obviously your period of time as a – is a teenager, young 20s, and then yep. you made the step to the business, yep. worked hard for 20, yep. almost 20 years yep. now. Have you enjoyed the journey? Fuck yeah, man. It's the best thing. Like if I, if, I, if I lost everything tomorrow, it wouldn't bother me because I live my life to the fullest. I, you know, People are like, oh man, don't buy nice cars. People will judge you. They'll fucking extort you. They do this. Don't do buy this. Why are you buying a nice car, bro? Don't show your people. Fuck them all, man. What do you work hard for, man? You work hard, okay? You have to enjoy the fruits of your labor. I don't want to drive a Ferrari when I'm 80 years old and I can't fucking get out of a car. I'm glad my back's broken. I'll be embarrassed. I will never even drive one at that age. It's embarrassing, man. I'll buy a fucking normal car and drive it at 80 years old. It's embarrassing to see an old man driving a car like that. It's made for young people, okay? But you gotta work hard for it, man. You gotta. You can't steal. You can't rob. You can't fucking cheat other people. Earn it, earn, like you yeah, said. You earn gotta it. earn it, man. And you know that's what bothers me. When I see people that are living a life that's not, 
that they didn't earn it themselves and they stole from others or they robbed from others or raised money that they didn't use properly or they, you know, they flirt their company and they fuck the company and they use the money to live the lifestyle because it's not their money, it's the shareholders' money. And when I see things like that, I don't like. Um, but otherwise, you have every right to live your life it, to the fullest. It literally comes down to they're trying to uphold this, again, this social media lifestyle that they don't actually have to look a certain way so people think of them in a certain way. It comes down to, again, why the fuck do you care about what people think of you anyway? Yeah, because it, it comes from insecurities, man. And ego. Yeah, people ego want the, people don't like hurting yeah. their ego. Yeah, it's, People it's, don't like, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I drive a, a Ford Falcon or I drive a Camry, it, you know? Yeah, it's so true. If people love you, they don't care what you drive. You know what I mean? Perfect. And and one thing I learned is like so so for me to go into ego, like ego is a good thing and a bad thing. So your ego pushes you to become somebody because you always have something to prove. So I I had I as a kid growing up, I had a lot of insecurities and I had a lot of ego because I never felt good enough. So for me, I never felt good enough because I always I was always the kid that had the shittest shoes. I was the kid that had the shittest clothes at school. I was a kid that never fit in with the cool people in school, you know? It's massive for you to understand that. Well, no shit, Yeah, man. that's huge. Because yeah, that's where it comes from. That's yeah, uh, 100%, bro. you got to admit it. I'm not ashamed of... And I have world. insecurities, yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck, I had massive insecurities, but I never felt good-looking enough. I never felt good enough. I, I was too shy to talk to girls. I was really... Like, I was a pretty fucking tough kid. I got into a lot of fights. I was a very mean kid. Like, so it, I was just one of those boys that's like... I used to I'd get into a one lot of, of the trouble boys. like that. Yeah, one of the boys. <laughs> but I had a lot of insecurities and stuff, you know? Um. So that pushed me to work hard to make money. And then, um, and as I grew up, I, um, I thought really having nice things um, tells people that you've done well in life and you're good enough. You're good enough. I'm to prove a good point. Enough. Yeah, yeah, good enough for them to talk to you. Correct. Um, because we didn't know any better, right? Because we didn't fit the normal mold of society where we went to a private school. Our parents came from six generations of Australia, and we heard that, <laughs> you know, we went to those, you know, corporate jobs. Bro, my that, uh, this is us, one hundred percent. Like you know, my mum and we dad, didn't have it that easy. Yeah, that we didn't. Like my dad didn't work at KPMG, so that already had a job at KPMG set up when I left school. That's how it works. Okay, so <laughs> we didn't have we don't need sausages. Like, yeah, we, didn't, we didn't have any of that stuff. Okay, and again. My kids will probably have that stuff, okay? Because I worked hard for it to change the cycle for them, right? That's what it's um, But I didn't have all of that. So I had to really work hard for myself to prove to myself that I was good enough. But then as I started to do things and I started to make money and I started buying those nice things for the wrong reasons, I realized I met certain individuals in my life that really grounded me and said, well, the people that you meet when you have those nice things and those people love you for those nice things, they're the wrong people to have in your life in the first place. So you don't actually even want those people in your life. <coughs> Would you say the wrong reasons being, again, to... They're users. They want to fucking use you. They want to see what they can get out of you. They're not there because they love you. So you you always want to meet people that love you no matter what and they love you because you make them laugh. You talk about rubbish, you talk about food, you talk about girls, you talk about cars. You talk about dumb things and you laugh and you cry together. That's that's called proper company. We have a good laugh, you know. We, we enjoy ourselves. It should be only about that. It shouldn't be about, uh, I'm going to be friends with so-and-so because I can get financially something out of them. And yep. that's, you know, that's just really ugly. And yep. unfortunately, you see a lot of that now, right? So the right people, won't, they don't care that's if you wear Rolex. Up. But that's how it is, okay? That's how it is, man. And like, because we came, like I always say to people, like it's not my first radio, bro. I've been doing this for 20 years. So when you meet people, you read them like a book, okay? So you have to have a gift to read people. Um, how do you read people? 
based on their behavior. Do you reckon that's something you can learn though? It's more of a natural thing. Uh, like yeah, you can learn, from. bro. You can learn that definitely. You know, I think there's there's certain things. So, for example, my father taught me if you want to find out who your best friend is or who who someone's real character is, when you meet them the first few times, be super vulnerable in front of them. Let your guard down and see how they look at you and how they treat you. Um, it's like you spread the. We have a thing in Iran. It's called sofre, where you eat from. You know, you spread it and see how many people. Sofre. Yeah, yeah. Sofra, and see how he digs in. You know. So if you want to see someone's real character, you've got to allow them to show you their real character, okay? You can't, if you're always switched on 24-7, they will not fuck with you because they can see you. you got to show up. them almost like you're weak. Yeah, so go out, yeah, show them, be vulnerable. Go out and get smashed one night while you're with them and see how they look at you the next morning or see how they behave that night while you're drunk, for example. Yeah, look after but you. Gotta be, yeah, yeah, but you got to be switched on to pick that up, right? If you're an idiot and <laughs> you don't pick it up, then you're an idiot. But you got to be very switched on. And, and people show, there's telltale signs. Like, you know, like for example, if you have a group of friends and you're there with everybody's partner and someone's looking at someone's partner in the eye, they have no business to do that. Mm. It's very disrespectful. It I'm is, very against. There's a million different guys. There's a million different girls out there. Why do you have to look at someone's partner in the eye like that? You know, and like these are the little telltale signs of someone's behavior, right? Um, or even you know, if you have your own partner, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You have no reason, right? To look at even <clears throat> the fucking ex ex partner or fuck whoever he's at the table. What the fuck are you looking at? Yeah, Don't exactly. look at him. Fucking put your head down. Have yeah. some manners, you know. Eat. Yeah, eat. <laughs> fucking money. <laughs> fucking eat. Yeah. That, so there's little things you look for in a person or. Or when it comes time to pay the bill, who offers to pay the bill? You know, it's not about them paying the bill. And it's tradition too, and it's the simple things too. Like my grandfather, very, very old school. Similar story in the sense of he came from Greece. He worked very, very hard. He had multiple different businesses, started up a massive food manufacturing company. He he always always told me, you know know a a gentleman by their handshake. Yeah, 100%. If you shake someone's hand and it's... Like a, a, a loose handshake. Yeah, that's that's how you know. Yep. whether someone's authentic. Authentic. Or not. Or not. There yeah. you go. See, there's there's little things you got to look for, man. Yeah, you know, if someone comes to your house, they take their shoes off. They don't take their shoes off. They offer to take your shoes off. How they speak to your parents? Like yeah, all my friends come. Hi, auntie. Hi, of uncle. Of course, man. So you know what it's called, man. You got to be mindful. Okay, so when you got to be mindful is when you respect someone. So if you act like a dickhead, that means you have no respect towards that person. Okay, and you don't want to be around people that don't have respect for you because they're not old school. They have no values, you know. It's all about respect. You respect, manners, empathy. You got to have these things. So you get to your life in a place to your life that you could have everything you need within your own means. All you're looking for is just real. You don't need anything else. How important is that in life, though, and into the road of success? Very fucking important, man. You want to hang around people that are real. Yeah. You know, you want to hang around people that love you for you, right? And yes, if you can do things together as friends, why not? You should always lift each other. Like it's always if you can help each other out. You know, I met someone um, maybe a year or two ago. We were at an event. They were there. Um, you know, having a small chat, and I connected them up with a friend of mine that has a massive winery, and um, they do a lot of weddings. And um, I think this young girl, I don't know, she's quite young, she does makeup and stuff. And I said, well, why don't I introduce you to the guy that has the weddings at the winery and stuff, you know, and maybe they do, you do the makeup for him or whatever, whatever. I got a message from that person just in New Year's after year saying, hey, I just want to say, I'll try and find it. It's something like along those, you know, it was the best thing that someone's done for me. I can't believe someone did that for me. You know, it's changed my business. It's changed my life. Thank you so much. You know, 
Why not? It didn't cost me anything, man. That person, obviously, she was well-behaved, she was a nice person, well-mannered, you know, had a five, ten-minute conversation. For me, it didn't cost me anything to do that at all. It doesn't right. hurt and to be a nice person. Like, and you literally... You put, sorry, and you yeah. potentially changed her life. Yeah, but it didn't cost me anything. But if that person was an idiot, was off their fucking face and being rude and disrespectful, there's no way I would have done that. Why would I? Because then I'm putting my friend in a bad position to by recommending someone's idiot to them. So for me, the way they held themselves, the way they were nice, they were polite... It didn't cost me anything to connect them up. And that's what I'm saying. Like, <clears throat> when you meet the right people, you have a duty to connect them up, man. Help them, give them a leg up. Why not? It doesn't cost you anything. Like, you don't have to do that. One phone call, big deal, one message. Um, but you only got to do that with the right people. And I think it's very important too. You can't help everyone. No, you can't, man. Because a lot of people, when you help them too much, they think you're weak and they take your kindness as a weakness and they'll fuck you over more. Well. So when you, give, uh, when you give someone something too much, they actually accept, expect it more and more. So, hey, man. This is, the I'm more rope you give, the more they yeah, keep pulling. Yeah, pull, man. They keep pulling. So it goes back to, again, what I said before. It's about when you meet people, show them your vulnerability. And it's it's hard to do that. I think it's easy said, but you can only do that when you don't, you're in a position where you're set for yourself. So you don't need anybody. Mm. So you don't give a fuck what they think of you. Because mm. <laughs> you don't need them. They're not, not going to pay your bills. That are, their opinion Correct. doesn't really fucking matter. So it's easy to sit there and say that. But you can only do that when you're set yourself. You don't need them. And then you see their true colors <coughs> and um, and the looks and the words don't lie. Once you hear that, they're either a good person or they're a bad person. And when someone's bad or someone does something wrong, you just, you don't, you don't, you, don't, you stoop down to the level. There's no need to yell, argue. You just cut them. It's the best punishment. Because the, then you're just wasting your energy on 100%, them. 100%, man. Yeah. And the penny will drop one day. Oh, fuck, I had something good. I fucked it. But that's the best punishment. The best punishment is just block them, cut them. Out of your life, boom. You know, Oprah Winfrey says, she said, believe them the first time they show you. Wow. Okay, believe them the first time they show you. Sick. If someone misbehaves that first time, they're not going to change, man. They're just going to be, it's just who they are. And you know, it's not our job to change them. I'm not their father. I'm not Bob the know. Builder. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's their thing, man. But they're fucking, if they rot it, if their hearts rot it, if their characters rot it, forget about it, man. I guess one thing I just want to touch on is, when people build their business and even now yep. there's this expectation that they need to be working a lot and it is yep. true to an extent and I'm, and I'm sure yep. you can agree when you're building a business you have to yep. put in a lot of work and a lot of hours yep. and that then can turn around and take away from you know time <laughs> with your loved ones so time yep. with family yep. time away from your siblings for me example i'm a i'm an advocate for it yep. i work really really hard i have yep. a job that requires a lot of my attention and energy yep. i have this like baby yep. that we're growing to and working really really hard for yep. and you just find that it sort of deters you from you know i guess the real important things in your life in terms of family friends siblings yep. loved ones yep. is that something you went through yep. and H how old are you <clears throat> i'm 25 okay so at your age it's okay because you're still young mm. if you don't so at your age i worked my ass off i was doing probably I don't know, 15, 18 hour days. Yeah. At some stage, I had two jobs. I used to finish one, then go across the road, do the other one. Yeah. Um, so you have to do that now. And this is the time to do it, okay? Correct. So I never went out until I was probably 30. I never went out. I just fucking worked, right? You got to build, so, and it's never too late. People get that FOMO. Oh my God, I'm going to miss out. There's always going to be a new car, a new club, a new girl, a new guy, a new restaurant. There's Europe. always going to be something. You're never wow. going to miss out. Europe's not going anywhere. Too. Yeah, it's not going anywhere, man. It's always going to be something new. There's always going to be something new. So you're not going to miss out. Um, but you've got to work out. 
Otherwise, it doesn't happen, man. So for me, the probably the first ten years, I worked my ass off. Um, when I hit forty, so I'm I'm turning forty five in two weeks. So when I hit Happy birthday, <laughs> thanks, boys. Happy birthday. Um, and I feel What's fucking, Valentine's I feel, Day. Uh, yeah, no, eleventh uh, of February. But I feel I feel like I'm twenty. I don't feel forty. You look it. Yeah, I feel it, bro. <laughs> I feel the best I've ever felt in my entire life. Okay, um, touch wood. Uh, um, but I am. Um, but I am. Um, but I when I hit forty for me. Uh, Things changed. I stopped and I did a lot of reflection, reflection yeah, on what's important in my life. And now for me, um, I don't want to be a billionaire, man. I have no interest in having hundreds of millions of dollars. Non, no interest whatsoever. I don't care. I don't want it. Uh, for me, it's that I am where I never, ever dreamed of being today. Um, I worked hard for it, and for me, I am content. I'm very fucking happy. I want to continue running my business because I have to, to the point that I don't have to anymore. Um, but I prefer my time with family, friends, over business now, any time of the day, because I've earned the right to have that, and I want to I wanna make up for the times that I missed out on. But I had to miss out on it. Yes, my daughter's first birthday, I was out answering a help desk call because we had an outage and I couldn't you know, be with everybody because I had to fix things. What choice did I have? I was you can't just leave it. Well, I, can't, I had no choice. And it's those things I like. want to talk about because it's those things where you know people around and it's interesting because you have those close people to you who see you working hard yeah. and they, I guess, at that point in time don't understand what it's for. So I'm sure that... They're not in your head. They don't see the vision. Yeah. They're, like, they're just different. They're they're the, yeah, they're, they're different. Okay. There's they're nothing the wrong with it. Two things I wanted to bring up that yeah. you sort of touched on. Number one is what you guys both said. It really comes down to emotional <coughs> intelligence. Yep. Being able to almost detach yourself from, especially in business, like if you need to work towards something... I'm sure when you're working 18 hour days, you're fucking tired, you're hungry, you miss your family to. and friends. It's like, well, to, again, there's no emotion in business. You just have to do what you I have to do. I saw the bigger picture. Because exactly. I, I looked, I looked 10, you saw 20 the goal. years ahead. You saw yeah. the goal. So to get to that, I had to do this. I think yeah. that's the massive component of that hard work, yeah. being hard. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that missing the time with the family, missing the to. loved ones, that sacrifice that you have to make, that I believe... Like it's easy to work. It's easy to work consistently and to grow a business. Yeah. But I think that is the chunk of what makes yeah. it that hard. hard. Yeah, work the working hard. is actually the easy part. Yeah. It's dealing with all the other shit, dealing but, with but the bills, the stress, the family. But I'll, I'll tell you an example. So my sister, she's a uh, very well educated. She got her PhD, doctorate, worked for many, many global companies, uh, traveled the world, um, and I was a university dropout. So I always felt like the black sheep of the family. I just felt like I was never good enough. Coming from Iranian culture, you know, education is so important, you know. My parents wanted, always wanted me to be a doctor. Imagine me a doctor, I open your mouth, fucking in the room. I'll fucking <laughs> I'll kill myself. Tests. Imagine like in a fucking room like this all day. Fuck that. Open your mouth. <laughs> hey, open getting, your mouth. Getting paid a hundred grand to fucking, you know, check people's to fuck off. Check <laughs> their ears and yeah, stuff. Yeah, fucking disgusting. I would never do that. Anyways, um, so I always felt I never felt good enough, you know, and it's I always felt like I disappointed <laughs> my parents. I always mm. felt I disappointed my dad. I always felt this, you know, massive weight on my shoulders. And you know, man, back ten years ago when I they did articles about me in the papers and all that, everybody used to say, oh, but I never got that recognition from my mum and dad. So one day I am 
I had my Christmas party this is going back a long time ago, and I invited my father to my work Christmas party, and um, and when my dad came and he saw the caliber of people we had there and what we have achieved, he gave me a hug and we had this moment and when we hugged each other and we cried, and that's when my all the hard work that I did. It got acknowledged by the person that mattered the most. The fulfillment yeah. was there. So the reason why I'm sharing this story is that it's okay to do this because it will come a moment that they will get it because they're not going to get it now because they're from a different era, man. They're a different generation. It's not that they're good or bad. So, so from me to everybody listening today and to you boys, keep doing what you're doing because they will recognize it one day. I promise you because your parents love you the most. Like you can be a drop kick, whatever. They'll still love you, no matter what you are. So, make the sacrifices. Do the time now for that reward down the track, and that reward will come. The acknowledgement and the recognition will come. And it's a beautiful feeling, man. It's it's a feeling that you cannot buy. It is so nice, you know. It's that real, feeling of your dad giving you yeah, that. Yeah, man. It was the best because we just wanted to be fucking accepted. Like we, we were nobodies. We were just little kids, you know. We were kids that. Went to public schools, we struggled, we fucking had nothing. We were just shit. We were the shit of the society. And we fucking changed it all that. And we did it. Nobody did it. We didn't go raise money. Nobody gave a shit. We did it. If our hands didn't move, we made no fucking money. We did it. We the only one that did it. And that's why you gotta also recognize how much hard work you've done. You know, it comes down to you know, Snoop Dogg did that speech. I want to thank myself above everybody else. Fuck yeah, man. Who else did it? We had people amongst us. That encouraged us, gave us the love push. and everything, and yeah. we couldn't do it without them. But other than that, we did it. So, so don't be afraid to do the hard work now. It's going to be all worth it. And everything you do, man, like when you race cars, remember when you're driving, you look in front, they say, look at the corner coming up. If you just look in the front, you're going to miss that corner because you're going so fucking fast. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So when the guy told me when I was doing Philip Island stuff like four or five years ago, the first time, I was like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? I'll look there, man, I'm going to look in front. <laughs> But he goes, but you're going so fast, you're doing 150, 200 k's an hour, so right in front of you is just going to go. You're going to miss the turn. Yeah, so listen to these words. Right in front of is just going to go, right? You're going to look ahead. So in life too, man, time's just going to fly, dude. I can't believe I'm going to be 45. I feel like, fuck. I remember, you know how you used to remember everything? Cause I, I feel like it was yesterday I yeah. did the things I did, right? So you always got to look ahead, man. Look ahead the corner in front of you, like, you know. Or you go, you go, you know, people, like, we were at a beautiful place the other day and um, there was a beautiful view in front of us and everyone's looking at that view. And then the ocean was right in f behind that view. But no one could see the ocean. <laughs> everyone's looking at the fucking lake. <laughs> I'm like, hey, boys, this is the fucking ocean. They're like, oh, bro, I didn't see it. Uh, Do you understand what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all caught up in other parts. Right. Yeah, they're too. Look at the lake. That's what he was. Right in front of. Buddy, there's a fucking massive ocean. Like, look at the yeah. fucking sunset. Yeah, yeah. They're too focused on right now. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, they don't see the bigger picture. They, they don't yeah. understand that. You know, me doing the long days, me doing all these emails uh, is going to get to the bigger picture because it it's all about that. We're, it we're really big on like reverse engineering. So if you've got this 100%. million dollar goal. What do you have to do? What are the daily yeah, tasks man. you have to do to just do that every single day to get you to that million dollar goal? 100%, man. you got to do that. So don't ever feel, again, it comes back to the same fucking things. Don't, fear, don't be, you know, f uh, fear of missing out. It's going to happen, man. Your time will come. If it comes too quick, it will go quick because you just got it too easy. You didn't appreciate it. Boom, just happened. I promise you it will come fucking quick. It will go quick. But if it comes slowly, slowly, and, you know, again. You appreciate it. Yeah, man. Small steps are sweet steps. Small, small, small. Do you... 
I wonder, do your parents ever, because if you think about it, your yeah. parents are the ones and have played a massive part into your upbringing and yeah. your success. Yep. Who's then played a massive part into others' upbringings yep. and success. Yep. Ours, for example. Yep. The story I told you when we started. I love you, boys. Thank yeah. you. I feel, I feel uncomfortable when people give me compliments, but it's nice. <laughs> oh, do it's you want nice to abuse right. you? Fuck you, Sam. Fuck you. I feel uncomfortable, but like, I, I love that man. Yeah. And that's, what did I say? Like you said, it's like bro. helping others. Yeah, man. You're going to help the right people, but one thing I've learned is you're going to help the right people. Okay? Yeah. And that trickles down as well. Because yeah. we've had like- People that look up to you, boys. Of course, man. That's yeah. how the system works. <laughs> you know, you said to me- you said to me, oh, you know, do you get a lot of people asking to do podcasts? Fuck you, I do. And I wish I could do it all, man. I wish I could do it all. I honestly wish. Um, and I feel guilty because when I don't do it because I'm like, fuck, man, I used to be there. I need to do it. And I wish I could. But you you, you really need to, you need to really pass it down. You need to really, you know, help people as much as you can. But people, sometimes people forget that you got to work too, you know, fuck. Like people are like, oh, can I, I get a request. Some people saying, oh, can I have 10 minutes of your time? Can I have 10 minutes of time? Like, yeah, can I take you out for coffee? Yeah, come take you out for coffee. And you know, it's a nice thing, but bro, uh, if I if I say yes to everybody, who's gonna run my fucking business? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'm not I'm not yeah. retired. And, yeah. some, and some people get upset. They're like, oh. You think uh, you're but, too good now? Yeah, but Stuck Mark Boris me. gave me, Mark Boris gave me an hour. Uh, okay, okay, but Mark Boris could be in a different place in his life. I'm not Mark Boris, I'm yeah. Sam Bashiri. I have to <laughs> fucking work. Uh, like, you know, and I wish I could, I wish I could. But if I gave 10 minutes to everybody every day, then how am I gonna do my work? Exactly. I have to fucking rock up and work. Yeah. <laughs> how can you keep doing what you're doing to move forward? I have to. But at the same time, it's nice to make this time and have this conversation and put it on social and share it with people. And, um, and man, I'll tell you one thing, but uh, the most beautiful thing you can do is have empathy in life. Empathy is such and a gratitude. Powerful. Yeah, man, gratitude, empathy. Everything keeps coming back to, again, energy and like law of attraction yeah. and like karma. Be a good human, man. That's it. Be a good human. Like, good things come. Exactly. And you know when I say be a good human, as long as you know you're, gonna, you're a good human, because what happens is no matter how nice you are, one time you're gonna say no, and you're gonna be a bad guy. But you have to do it. You have to do good things without the expectation of Anything return. return. You know, and it's a law of reciprocity. Yeah, hundred percent, man. But just be prepared that you are gonna you're gonna upset some people because you're gonna say no once, and you know and you're gonna learn to say no, man. You can't say yes all the time. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, go sell ice cream if you want to make everybody <laughs> happy. Everybody loves ice cream. Just yeah. become a you know ice cream man. Sam. Um, <laughs> good question. I don't know. Nah, bro. I like I like the you know those uh, thirty cents McDonald cones. They Soft serve. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they're the best. I don't know how much they are now. Yeah, the fucking they're, they're pretty. Good. Is that the gold, no, the they're, st they're still thirty cents or fifty. Cents. Are they really? Yeah. No way. Gone up in inflation, bro. Financial literacy. I used to love that. I used to guys paying love that. thirty dollars for a tub of Ben and Jerry's. At don't worry about it. I got a Macca's. Man, I got I got I got and I did this degustation menu bullshit. On the way home, I always get a kebab or stop at McDonald's. I'm still hungry. Guys. Listeners, just so you know, the road to Sam's success was buying Macca's soft serve. <laughs> Save your money, Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> Thirty cents. <laughs> stop going to Soho. Stop going to Nobu. Go to uh, Macca's. Get yourself a kebab. The What's Fuck your kebab no. order? What do you get in your kebab? You get Bro, lamb, I, I, chicken nah, mix. Lamb and chicken mix, but I like the open plate. So I, I like to do my own. So I'll get that bread, <laughs> the salad, the yeah, and I fucking and then, do it myself. Yeah. I put my own shit. Again, I like Classic to do my own Classic of an entrepreneur. Yeah, I don't like being fed something that's already pre-made. Fuck that. Forget the food. The most important question. 
What flavour shish do you smoke? What's your favourite shish? Oh, your favorite? oh your boys. <laughs> I never had shisha until two weeks ago. Oh, you're kidding. So never smoked shisha in my life. So oh, I thought I, on um, your story. No, thought, that's uh, the first one. <laughs> first time I had shisha, man. When are we going? We're going. <laughs> so I'll tell you boys a story. So I went to Queenstown, uh, New Zealand. Signed up to Hilton. One of the biggest deals I did like eight, nine years ago. Congratulations yeah, on that thanks, too. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, came to the bar and I started buying drinks for everyone. And we're going, what the fuck is this guy, man? <laughs> some Chinese guy sitting he got scared. He thought I was some gangster. Man. He didn't want to talk to me. And then there was um, four, mm. the two boys and their partners uh, from Australia sitting in the corner. And the, one of them, his name was Tariq, this Turkish guy from Sydney. He couldn't help himself. You know, he sent his wife to say hello to me to see who the fuck I am. She goes, hi, I'm like, hey. He goes, oh, this is my husband, you know, Tariq. And I ended up becoming best friends with that guy that night. Um, <laughs> the bar closed at 10. We kept it open until four o'clock. In the morning, oh, they as had their- As you do. I said to God, they had the fucking thing cleaning the champagne we sprayed on the roof. <laughs> the bloke was cleaning it. Anyway, I met this guy, Tariq. Man, That's crazy awesome. how you meet people. Yeah. Huh? Um, became my best friend after that night. Um, he always loved cars. So I took him on a journey. I did Target Tasmania with Ferrari, the 70 year anniversary. First time Target, I invited him to be my guest. So he was my co-driver. Then I did a couple other things with Ferrari and I invited him to each one of them. And he just bought his first Ferrari two That's months huge. ago. Congratulations. Yeah, that is fucking massive. awesome, man. Because I wanted him to fucking feel it. I wanted him to put him in that fucking place. I wanted him to put- Manifestation. Yeah, bro. Because I, I know how that shit works. I, I did it all my life. And, um, and um, he's become one of my best friends. Just the most nicest guy. We never talk about business. We don't do business. We talk about kebab. He's got a, <laughs> he's got a burger place called Burger Q in, in um, Mitchinbury in New South Wales. He does one of the best burgers. He's a funny guy. <laughs> and um, and he bought me my first shisha, man. And he, he reminded me there's like a very expensive shisha. Like he had carbon fiber and all this shit. <laughs> he goes, bro, this is not cheap shit. It's very expensive. No, it's know? not. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and he brought it to my house. He drove down, I think they were in Muldura or something for oh holidays. God, he drove it down to my house, stayed one day only to give me that fucking present. And that was my first shisha, man. And he, he even bought that thing that you warm the core. <laughs> oh, and then yeah, he bought the, the gas, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then he goes to me, you put the flavor on the top. <laughs> this is how you rub yeah, it, you put the yeah, holes. Yeah, and, then he, and he put the flavor shit in the fridge. Yeah. yeah, and then my wife's like, "What the fuck is that in the fridge? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, she goes, that thing in the fridge? What is that? It looks like jam." Yeah, she yeah. Goes, "What the fuck is that?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Fucking Rick, he put the thing in the fridge." <laughs> and you know what? I actually haven't smoked it since then, and I can't remember what flavor it was. To be honest, I'm not gonna lie. Did you enjoy it though? I fucking loved it. Oh, okay, we'll go. We'll yeah, go. I put we'll Turkish music on. Yeah, I, I love. I love Turkish music. Yeah, <laughs> I put uh, Ibrahim Tatlisa. I love Ibrahim Tatlisa because I grew up to Ibrahim Tatlisa as a kid going to Turkey every year. You know, when we were like very young. So I um, I listened to Ibrahim Tatlisa. I smoked it, and you know what? I'm gonna smoke it today. When I get home, there you I'm go. Fucking smoke again. If go. I can work it out to put it all together. Yeah, again, FaceTime me. I'll show you how to do it. Yeah. It's it's you're yeah. gonna put water and stuff in it, right? Yeah, you're so gonna put water, <laughs> but you can't put too much. Not too much. Yeah, no, you no, can't yeah. put too much. See, yeah. like where the bottom of the hose, it should be like maybe a finger above the hose. Ah, yeah. And if you if you put too much, it won't bubble enough. 
And ah. then you, you want to put like two coals on either end, not too much flavor in the middle. I FaceTime you boys. No, <laughs> see, it's, I don't no fucking know what I'm doing. But that was the first time I smashed shisha, man. There you uh, go. Uh, we love it. We, we, it's cool, When you huh? sit and work and just... Yeah, we just go to a shisha and just do yeah. our work on no laptop. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's best. perfect. Yeah. There's a guy, Mint something. Mint and Co. Yeah, yeah. he's in one pack, of these yeah. sometimes. I've packs. never been, bro. Really, really yeah. nice. I don't want to go somewhere where there's too many brothers, you know, you know, they might, you know, bash me or something. No, no, very, very nice shop. Very, very nice guy. Packs. Packs is a gentleman. No, no, it's a great, it's a great facility that's good. Well, so as we go, hey, look, guys, to wrap up, we'll say if you're not smoking shisha, you're not going to be successful. So that, that's <laughs> all we're buying smack and soft serve. <laughs> no, honestly, though, sorry, this episode has been really good in I the sense it. of getting deep, um, understanding the whys and, and what life's about. And it's not just all about, you know, how you actually did the business and how you yeah. made the money. It's just yeah. about what the whys was, the massive yeah. things. Being a good, nice person, giving back to the community. <coughs> Sam Bashiri, thank you very much, bro. It was an amazing chat. Pleasure to meet you. I'm sure we'll be in touch in the future. If you're not already, follow him on Instagram, at Sam Bashiri, and Broadband Solutions for all your broadband solutions. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> all right, guys. That's another episode of The Life Pod done, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you.